0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Ruby. Hello to Cameron, who is two, and Isadora, who is eight. Hello to Judah, Sawyer, and Levi, who live in Louisiana. Hello to Abigail, Joy, Quinn, and hello to Owen. I'd like to say a happy belated birthday to Zoe Zhang from Coquitlam, B.C., who turned eight on May 17th. Happy belated birthday to Leland Brown from Redwood Valley, California, who turned seven on May 19th. Happy birthday to Jade, who will be six years old on May 25th. Happy birthday to Addie from Virginia, who is turning seven on May 26th. Happy birthday to Zach Bielman of Duval, Washington, who is turning nine on May 29th. Happy birthday to Isadora, who will be turning three on May 29th. And happy birthday to Sarth, who turns six on May 29th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. I'd like to say thank you to Kate and Ella for suggesting the topic of this story. Welcome to the Stratford Academy for Cats and Dogs. A new student has arrived who just doesn't seem to belong. All the cats and dogs can't believe this student got into the school. They just don't belong there. The schoolmaster introduces the new student and everyone is shocked. The new student is there because of their artistic ability, but will they be able to fit in? The Stratford Academy for Cats and Dogs. The large double oak doors opened and the stern schoolmaster stood at the ready to welcome the students to another day at Stratford's Academy for Dogs and Cats, or the Snooty School, as many locals like to call it. Ms. Corbin stood tall and blew the whistle that signaled that all the students waiting outside were welcome to start the procession to the auditorium where each day for the students begins. Come, come, hurry along now, students, boomed Miss Corbin. Lulu, stop sniffing Roger's butt. There will be time for that nonsense at break. Luffy, now is not the time to clean your face. Hurry along now. Buster, we have bathrooms for a reason. Disobeying Miss Corbin was not advised, and those few that did found themselves wearing the cone of shame for the rest of the day. Try wearing one of those cones when you are just a kitten. Eventually, all the students walked up the long stone steps through the open doors and down the hallway adorned with the pictures of the many successful students that the school produced over the years. Among them was Harlow, a Labradoodle who invented hypoallergenic treats for dogs. Across from him was Fluffy, a British shorthair, who went on to dance with the Royal Cat Ballet. Framed within a purple velvet frame was Axl Rose, a beagle whose howling tunes regularly made music's top of the charts and whose paintings were now on display at the Museum of Modern Art. At the end of the hallway, overlooking all the other pictures and the students who walked down the hallway, was Gunner, a Siamese cat who served as drill sergeant with the Princess Patricia's infantry during the First World War. Many of the students privately thought that Ms. Corbin, though a dog, might be the reincarnation of Gunner. As the students gathered to hear today's announcements, the great doors behind them closed with a loud thump that reverberated throughout the hall. There was no escape now was what was on many students' minds whenever they heard that sound. Okay, students, said Miss Corbin, speaking so loudly into the mic that it squeaked with feedback. Or maybe the mic was just protesting her loud voice. Good morning and welcome. It is Monday and a new day, and you can smell the freshness of the week and the enthusiasm for learning throughout the auditorium. Unfortunately, we can smell something else. Mr. McIsaac, would you mind cleaning up the accident at the back of the auditorium? It would seem one of our Labradors made a mess. Thank you. I won't keep you this morning as I just have a couple of announcements and a special introduction. For those of you on restricted diets, the kitchen has informed me that the special menu is back with many options available for you. I believe that lunch today is corn chow. There was a quiet groan throughout the auditorium. Next, I would like to remind you that submissions for the painting competition are due tomorrow. We are going up against Birchwood this year and I would like to see us take home the trophy after last year's surprise loss. Now, I would like to introduce you to our latest member of the Stratford Academy family, a transfer from Kensington Intermediate, Fuzzy. Fuzzy, would you stand up for a moment so all the other students recognize you when they greet you in the hallway? Fuzzy stood up and the auditorium was even more silent. Then the murmuring began. "'How did he get in here?' said Buffy, a white poodle who always wore a pink bow tie. "'He doesn't belong in this school,' snapped Stella, a Saluki who wore a diamond encrusted collar. "'Is that what I think it is? "'A fox in a school for cats and dogs?' Will he eat me, said a small tabby cat. How could a fox, I mean, don't they live in the woods, possibly fit in here, said an Irish setter. I think he looks kind of cool, said Yumiko, a Shiba Inu, much to the amazement of the others. I trust that you will all give Fuzzy the standard greeting whenever you meet him. Now off to class with all of you. And remember that Mrs. Carpo was willing to look at your painting submissions after school today in the art gallery. I knew I shouldn't have come to this stupid school. I told Dad that they would not accept someone different like me. Fuzzy murmured to himself as he shuffled out of the auditorium towards his first class of the day. History of the canine. As he walked down the hallway, everyone stopped and stared at him. All this so I can study with a better art teacher? I don't think it's worth it. Fuzzy walked into class and introduced himself to the teacher, Mr. Butter, a Maine coon who couldn't hide his surprise at seeing Fuzzy walk into the classroom. Um, uh, You take a seat at the back of the class, Fuzzy. We aren't using textbooks today, so don't worry much about that. I'll make sure I have one for you next class, stuttered Mr. Butter. Fuzzy took his seat while seemingly the whole class stared at him. That is, except for the pair of poodles who refused to look in his direction and moved their chairs ever so slightly away from him. As Mr. Butter droned on about how the dog is a domesticated descendant of the wolf, Fuzzy ignored the looks of the other students whenever the word wild dog or wolf was mentioned and thought back to the letter from Mrs. Carpo complimenting him on his artistic ability and wondering if he would be interested in coming to the school. Fuzzy's parents were farmers and couldn't afford the high tuition. But Mrs. Carpo offered financial aid, and his parents said it might be the chance of a lifetime. Fuzzy had a hard enough time fitting into his old school. He wasn't sure if he was up to going through all that again, especially such a hoity-toity school such as Stratford. As he was walking out of class, Mrs. Carpo was waiting for him at the door. Hi Fuzzy, how was your first class? She asked. It was okay, I guess, he replied quietly. Recognizing his less than enthusiastic response, she replied, it will get better, I promise. Whispering, she continued, Mr. Butter is not the most exciting teacher. Your other teachers will be much better. Okay, if you say so, Mrs. Carpo. Now, remember to come by the art gallery after class and submit one of your paintings or sketches. But, but, I didn't know I had to bring something with me. Oh, well, that's okay. I've seen you paint before. I'm sure if you get started right after school, you can have something ready just in the nick of time. You are super fast. Okay, Mrs. Carpo, I'll be there after class and I'll do my best. I know you will. Despite what Mrs. Carpo told him, the rest of the classes were much the same. Boring. Fuzzy did well in school, but he was most at home outdoors, where he could smell the green grass and hear the rustling of the leaves in the trees. This is where he did most of his painting as well. In each class, the students' reactions to him were much the same. He could hear them murmuring. Is that a wild dog? He can't possibly be as cultured as I am. His mom would always say that we should celebrate our differences and that it's our individual quirks that make us who we are. This logic seems to be lost on the students here, Fuzzy thought. The last bell rang and all the students formed up into their own packs and went off on their way. Leaving Fuzzy alone to find his way to the art gallery and studio that Mrs. Carpo used to teach art. Walking through the maze of corridors, he arrived at a set of huge doors that led to a large space with worn wooden floors and high ceilings. Perhaps in its earlier life, this might've been a gym or something similar, Fuzzy thought. The room and Mrs. Carpo's program was one of the defining features of the school. Along with culture and refining classes, that Fuzzy was sure he would fail. He walked through the doors and was met with the stares of the other students yet again. What's he doing here? Foxes can't paint, said a French poodle off in the corner. Are you lost? asked Stella, the same Saluki from the morning's assembly, with her nose up in the air. This is the art gallery, you know, said Bentley, a Welsh corgi, who looked like he might have just come from the Queen of England's own pack. Hi, Fuzzy, Mrs. Carpo yelled from across the room. Class, I would like you to meet Fuzzy. He's going to be joining us not just for our class, but also for the competition. What? Someone exclaimed from across the room. Impossible. Stella exclaimed. Fuzzy is going to do something amazing for us this afternoon. He didn't bring any of his paintings with him from home, so he is going to give us a live demonstration, and I hope the results of which will be entered into tomorrow's art competition. I shouldn't say hope. I know what Fuzzy creates will be amazing, proclaimed Mrs. Carpo. The rest of the group of students stood there with their jaws wide open, unsure what they were hearing. A few of the larger dogs drooled on the floor. Are you okay to start, Fuzzy? I have set up a canvas for you over here in the middle of the room. Clearing his suddenly dry throat, Fuzzy said, Yes, I guess I am. As he walked towards the middle of the room, more than one cat hissed at him as he walked by. A large Labrador seemed more interested in the smell of a classmate's ear and a German Shepherd gave him a somewhat threatening gaze. Fuzzy was a bit nervous. He was used to people being around when he painted, but these were unfriendly eyes. Do you have everything you need? Is the brush okay and the palette? Mrs. Carpo asked. It's fine, thank you, Mrs. Carpo. Fuzzy closed his eyes and remembered the advice of his father, that all he had to do was to focus on his breathing and imagine the result that he wanted. And after lots of practice, the painting will seem to paint itself. Despite the sounds of panting, the murmurs, the occasional farts from an overfed Labrador, and the gags from a cat with a furball, Fuzzy found his place. His breathing was relaxed, his focus complete. Everyone watched with amazement as his paws worked amazingly fast. The brush was almost a blur and the canvas started to take form in a shorter period of time than what they thought possible. After about 30 minutes in which Fuzzy didn't seem to stop to breathe, he set down his brush and let out a deep and complete breath. I'm finished, Mrs. Carpo. She, along with the rest of the class, were silent. This is brilliant, Fuzzy. Absolutely brilliant, she exclaimed. It's how I see my home outside of Kensington. The reds, the blues, and the greens are all similar to what we see at midday when the sun is high in the sky. This is not what I expected from, uh, a fox, said Stella. It's beautiful. And that is the end of this part of our story. Good night. Leap tight.